Support for Oyster World Radio comes from you, our listeners. If you'd like to support the show, visit the link in the show description or visit patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio. For only $5 a month, you get all of the behind-the-scenes coverage of how these random interviews materialize, plus expert travel tips. So don't miss out and support the show today. Your support means meeting more people that you would normally never meet, less travel headaches as you begin your own travel journey, and you get to learn the ins and outs of everywhere I go. Become a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio. Ignite your wanderlust and support the show today. Welcome to Oyster World. Oyster World. Radio. Hello, Oysters, and welcome to another episode of Oyster World Radio, the podcast where we broaden our perspectives by listening to the stories of people from all over the globe. I'm Nathan Lieberman, and this episode I interview my temporary roommate, Alex Tuze. Born in the mighty city of Paris, Alex gained her independence early thanks to the city life. That independence has carried her through much of her life, including dropping everything and finally chasing her travel dreams. It wasn't easy. She quit her job, had to leave her sister, and even dumped her boyfriend as she needed to write her own story. And I'm happy to say that she is doing just that as she heads up the east coast of Australia. In her own words, why complain about your job, politics, and the world stuck in one place when you can go out and see it for yourself? And with that, I hope you enjoy my conversation as much as I did with Alex Tuesday. So Alex, welcome to Oyster World Radio. Thank you. We're really excited to have you on. You were lucky enough, well, lucky enough yeah. to have me yes, and Jackie <laughs> as a roommate. And this room is really awesome for a hostel. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's pretty clean and big, so we it's are lucky. Pretty clean, pretty yeah. big. And there's we were on the same page, which I really exactly. liked. Exactly. <laughs> we sleep in the same time. Sleep at the same time. <laughs> One of us wasn't coming in at 2 a.m. Exactly. And knocking. Strong people. Yeah. <laughs> knocking over everything that's physically exactly, possible yeah. to knock over yeah <laughs> but we're here in a little sleepy town called yamba yeah. in australia where the where a day where it's bad weather is when the surf isn't good exactly so <laughs> i think we got one of the only rainy days in all year but it rained for 10 minutes, for 10 minutes yeah so it wasn't that, that bad so <laughs> i know yeah. it's crazy i wish i could stay a little bit longer i'm a big surf buff Jackie, okay. not so much, so she would really move yeah. on. But. Yeah, but you took that lessons, right? I wish we did. We, okay. didn't, we couldn't do it this time. But. Oh, yeah, because it was running, you tell me, so you can set it? Yeah, okay. the surf was pretty rough this time around, so a little bit unlucky on the surf front for me, but I'm not complaining. I got to sit on a beach for three exactly. days. Exactly, so you're fine. <laughs> so here we are, two travelers yeah. going up and down. You're going up, we're going down. Exactly. To the east coast <laughs> of Australia. <laughs> It's place is so nice, yeah. but I'm super interested to figure out how exactly you got here to be sitting in the bed across from me. Okay, well, and we'll start from where you came from. You were born in France. Okay, yeah. So I'm Alex. Uh, I'm French actually. I born in Paris, 29 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And my parents from Haiti. So I got two brothers. They were twins. Yeah. Yeah. So they are twenty, uh, thirty-six years old, and my sister she's twenty-six. Yeah. Okay. So a big gap between your brother, exactly. your older brother, and your younger sister. Yeah. 
but you're actually the first person from France that okay. I've been able to have on the show. Cool. So <laughs> I, I'm really, I love the diversity within Europe itself. So we had a couple Germans okay, on yeah. from where I started, and I'm really excited to see what it's like growing up in France. So okay. you grew up in the suburbs of Paris. Yeah, exactly. With Haitian parents. Yeah. And, but what was it like growing up in France? So what, is there something that you really love to do as a kid? Say you are running around with your friends. What would be your go-to activity? Well, when I was younger, uh, you don't really uh, realize that all oh, your French and you live in Paris. You're right. just a kid, you know, so you just want to play with your friend and that's it. And then when I was when I grew up, I was like, okay, wow, so this is cool. I'm living in Paris actually because I'm living like 15 to 20 minutes from Paris. Okay. So it's not that pretty close. exactly pretty close. So it was good to go there, and I really love to go to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, to the Louvre, you know, that story stuff. I was like, okay, so you are lucky because you're living in Paris. So we got, we have everything like Disneyland Paris. You have Disneyland Paris? Are Are you kidding me? You have a Disneyland in Paris? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You really do have everything. Exactly. So I was like, okay, so I'm pretty lucky because we got everything. Okay, we don't have any of the good beach. Yeah. Oh come on! You know you that's know? a that's a little <laughs> exactly sacrifice. Exactly. We'll so, so yeah, my favorite place in Paris still at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I love to it. Go really there. is. Oh it's my god, the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. So there really was almost, of course, when you're a kid, you're growing up, you're playing with your your friends, being normal kids. Yeah. But or probably what around what age did you realize? Wow, I'm in this huge city and start to explore it. I think so when I was like uh, 16, between 16 and 17. Because when I was, uh, my high school was like one hour from my home. So I have to take the train and the bus and everything. And then you say, wow, okay, so this is the subway and everything. Okay, so I can go here before I go back home or I can I can do everything, you know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, wow, so this is life. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like you had this certain independence. Exactly. Because you had transportation exactly. into the city. You weren't yeah. relying on your parents to get places. Yeah. That's really cool for a yeah. 17, 18-year-old. Yeah. yeah, because you are a teenager. Then you realize, okay, so I'm a teenager, so I can do everything I want to. That's what you think. Yeah, of course. Of course you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, okay, so let's enjoy your life. And I was like, okay, guys skip the school today and go to Paris. Okay, let's go. Of you course. did? You skipped school of sometimes? Of course I did, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did your parents think of that? They didn't know, I actually. They didn't no. know? I don't know how, but how I was like... did you get away with that? I was fine, you know, it just so exciting. I say, like, okay, so, bye, mom. Okay, bye, have a good day at school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to school anyway, so. <laughs> it was just so exciting because you just go somewhere and you say, okay, so if I see my mom or whatever, my aunt or whatever, we have to hide. Okay, yeah, it's the same for me. Okay, yeah, okay, go. And it's like uh, adrenaline. Yeah. 
so you're just so exciting and you did it and the first time okay so no one know that okay let's do it again as a teenager <laughs> that's the holy grail you Seriously. you won you have beat the system your parents didn't find <laughs> exactly. out you have an entire free day to yourself yeah it probably was good though in a way because you found this new independence exactly that a lot of us yeah teenagers it's your life it's not with. like what your mom wants for you or whatever it's your life it's your secret life yeah so exactly so cool. which I'll, i know i craved growing up as a teenager because <laughs> yeah. i was just stuck okay we didn't have public transportation oh, outside okay. of our city so i was so reliant on oh, okay, yeah. my parents to take me places until i turned 16 and stuff okay, like that yeah. but that's cool that you were able to do it i can't believe your parents didn't find out yeah i know so we just off we were lucky actually <laughs> because i think so she would be mad if she knew that like what so i thought you will be as good and you know this is going to be dangerous for you because you know yeah yeah but you know it's the teenager. i think you turned out okay exactly so no, I'll be fine. so even if she listened to this is she going to be a little bit upset no no now she knows oh, she so. knows now <laughs> She was like, yeah, I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sure you did, Mom. Of course, yeah, yeah, you know. (laughs) So it also seems like there was a lot of trust between you and your parents, too. So how was it growing up with with your parents? Were they strict? Were they not so strict? My mom, she was so strict. Your mom was so strict. Yeah, because actually my dad, like, he left when I was, wow maybe eight years old or yeah. something like this. So he, he lived in America, actually. So he's living in New York. Yeah. So I didn't really grow up with him. So my mom, she was the dad and the mom in the same time. Gotcha. And it wasn't that so easy for her because uh, she had to raise four kids. Back oh, home. wow. Yeah, so it wasn't that easy for her. So... My brother was um, older than me, so okay, so you can take care of yourself. And but I'm a girl, and my sister has to. She's a girl too, so she was like, okay, so girl, you have to be careful and everything because I think so in Haiti, when you raise a girl, you have to be more careful right. than the boy, I guess. So she was so strange. Yeah, that's a stereotype through exactly, everywhere. Exactly, exactly. So I was like, what? I just want to go outside to play with my friend. No, you can't. Why? Because it's dangerous, you know. I was like, dangerous about what? You can't see me uh, from the window. So just have a look. Yeah. No, no, no. I was like, okay, so never mind. So yeah, she was so straight. And she's believing God. Yeah. So it was like, okay, so Monday to Friday, we have to go to the school and everything. And every Sunday, we have to go at church. Gotcha. So there was, exactly. there was almost, you know, she, she was a parent. Of course, she's the single of parent course. of four. She wanted, yeah. she had to keep the family in line yeah. somehow. Exactly. And so there was a lot of strictness. Yeah. Did your dad leave for job reasons or? Oh, I think so. It was like, you know, to the American dream. Gotcha. I was mm. like, but you from Haiti, so. If you knew that, then you wanted to go to America. Why you didn't went there in the first? Right, 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 right. So I was like, okay, so never mind. And 
but I didn't talk to him. I was like, because for me, it was like a shame to him to just leave behind him like four kids. Yeah. Because for me, if you knew that since the, the, the beginning, you want to go to America, don't make, uh, okay, where you start have a family, like, right. you know. So in France, when exactly, you wanted to go in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. And we told him, I was like, we will be so happy if we born in America because the most of my family just live there. So like, it won't, it won't be a big deal for us or whatever. So, but he decided to just go there. And I don't think so. He was ready to have a family, actually. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. So a little bit running away Exa- from the situation, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And he went so far away. Like, why? You can be, like, UK or South in France. So why did you go to the America? It's so far away and everything. So I didn't see him almost for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Of course, I was so right. young, and my mom don't have enough money to pay the ticket for everyone. So, right. So when I was like twenty, I was like, okay, so I want to go to Miami, and he knew that I was like, okay, so I'm gonna pay a ticket for you to come in New York. I was like, I wanted to see you. So, what you wanna do? That yeah, I want to see you. Okay, it's free, so let's go. Okay. So that's it. So. And that go. was your first trip. To the U.S. Exactly, then. it was my first trip. And you, you said too as you were growing up that travel yeah. was always a dream of yours. Exactly. And it was cultivated through having lots of friends from different places. Yeah. Your parents were from Haiti, which is another country, yeah. and of course France is surrounded by numerous countries, exactly. which is something that I never had. So oh, yeah. Just had this. Yeah almost built-in diversity and almost love for the world okay. already. <laughs> Is that what fueled your first trip to the U.S.? Yeah, it was my first trip so there. I want to see Miami. Yeah, I was like, okay, so why should I stay in France if I work now? I can go everywhere. I have money now. Yeah. And I was like, okay, mm, let's go to Miami. Because I know some... The um, the friend of mine was like, okay, so I'm going to Thailand or Miami or USA or blah blah blah. I was like, okay, one day we'll do the same. Yeah. So You're I was like, like okay. yeah, exactly. I'm in. I'm yeah. Do it. So I was like, okay, so I want to go somewhere. Let's go to Miami. Like, why in Miami? Yeah, because you know French people just love Miami. I don't know why. Really? Oh French my God, people love just Miami. About Miami, it's like okay, it's the big city. And really? the beach in the same time. Okay, so, okay. So I was like, okay, so let's go. And I have a cousin, she's lived there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, oh, so... Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so just have a call her and can we stay for just two weeks at your home? She was like, yeah, of course. How many of you? Well, it's going to be me, my sister, and my cousin, and... A friend of my cousin? Whoa, okay. Only oh, girls? man, four people, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, four people. <laughs> but okay. Actually, it, it was supposed to be only me and my sister. And then my cousin said, okay, can I come in with you? I said, of course you can. And then our friend was like, oh, I want to go. And like, I was okay, like, now okay. let's keep going. But that's it, exactly, four people. Exactly, so, so that's it. Poor cousin had four people showing yeah, up on their doorstep. Too much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, but that's it. Hey, family's family. You got exactly. <laughs> to let them in. You can't say no to family. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> So this is it. So we went there, 
And actually, I was like, okay, so this is Miami? I was like, yeah, okay, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's really busy and big. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of it either. And you need a car. Yeah. And I didn't know that, so I was like, what? So then you have to pay for taxis everywhere. No, we have to wait for my cousin every day. Oh. I hate it. I was like, okay, no, my Miami doesn't work for me. I don't really like Miami. Even I've been there twice. And I was like, yeah, but still no. Just not for me. No, not for me. <laughs> well, it's funny how that works out. All these, cause you, like you said, French really loves oh Miami, but then you don't really know until you get there. No, You're like, but ah, it's, it's okay. You know, you have to know that like uh, most French people love this American stuff. Yeah. Why? Because everything they show us at the TV or the cinema is about you guys. Yeah, you know what? I never realized that until I went to Europe that okay. everyone listens to American yeah. culture, music, music, everything, movies, everything. So is that why everyone's English is so good? No, because seriously, uh, the French people we don't really know how to speak English. Yeah. If you go in Paris and you go like in McDonald's and you say, okay, so I would like. Uh, uh, so sorry, sorry, and they record the manager or whatever because they don't really speak English. Really? Oh, no. Because even if, if we take the uh, English classes at school, it's like, well, we're supposed to speak English. We're in France, so I have to speak French, <laughs> not English. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that's definitely our perception on other languages, too. So exactly. I can completely understand that. Like, oh, I speak English or whatever. So I think so if you do speak English because you love English, but that's it. So, but yeah, all the movies from America, all the music we listen is from America. Everything's from America. And I'm pretty sure you don't even know one song or what movie from France or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I maybe can dig up one in my head, but yeah, it's you true. See? I mean, we're surrounded by our own music yeah. and stuff, but I thought it was the same for all countries before oh I started traveling. No. I was like, holy crap, yeah, no. we have such an influence. Exactly, yeah. On media. So, yeah. So this is why. So I was like, okay, so I was like, oh, I love the rap, uh, the US, uh, I mean, the, f the American rap. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so yeah. And I was like, well, but what is saying like, like, motherfucker, cheese? <laughs> I was like, what, what does it mean? I was like, oh my God, okay. So before I'm listening to music from America, I need to, to translate because it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, because some of it's not the best. Exactly. Some of it's not because the best. Or course, sad or yeah, depressing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, when you are, you are younger, you go somewhere like, we used to go to, to UK and I was like, hey, motherfucker. I was like, okay, I don't think it's the good thing to say that. Okay. So, yeah, so this is why I was like, okay, so now before I listen to music or whatever. But yeah, so that really helped fuel a love for English. Exactly. And, you know, that's, that's really cool and something I think that we miss, especially coming over to Europe and diving into learning German. And yeah. Just starting to think in a different way and I really wish in the US we were pushed to learn more languages especially Spanish because we have such a big Exactly there. that's it and I was uh, just surprised when I met my my cousin the, for the first time and I was like yeah okay so my friends from Morocco he was like what yeah yeah Morocco where is that? I was like, wow. So, so you just only yeah, know like about America and maybe Mexico or whatever. So only the stuff close from America, it was like, I don't even know where is it. I was like, wow. 
I know. I didn't know where a lot of stuff was too before I you left, see? and I thought I was so cultured. Yeah, and I, that was a rude awakening. Exactly. Like, oh, I don't know very yeah. much about the world. So this is why the um, everywhere I think so we say all oh, the the Americas they just focus on themselves or something like this mm-hmm. because it's like yeah, what they need to know like about all the world because you are the world. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to be like this. So I want to learn about everything and everywhere so right and that's such a cool mindset and i think it fueled you now you didn't get to travel right away because life happens and it happens to all of us and when we think of long-term travel at least the big stereotype in the u.s is you have to do it when you're young you have to be 18 out of high school or maybe right out of school when you're 22 and it's really cool to meet someone else that has broken that idea because out of high school, you got a job, yeah. it's a well-paying job. You started having a couple of relationships, exactly, you know, yeah. that may have gotten so serious, but there was a point. Yeah. <laughs> so what, can you bring us to that point where you're like, no, it's enough, I'm chasing it. Like what, what made you drop everything and start traveling? Uh, I was like, when I saw my mom, like, okay, so she left everything in Haiti to come in France, but she's still in immigrant yeah and so many immigrants uh in france actually like from everywhere yeah so they got like a bad job but they need that job to to eat to survive actually right so but of course so they have kids and everything so they have to pay everything but they still have a bad job because they don't really know how to speak the good french or whatever or even they have the good job in the country yeah. If you come in France or whatever, it's not that easy to, okay, so... Because my mom f- uh, was a teacher in Haiti, but when she came in France, she was like, okay, so I can't go back at school and everything because I don't really know this, the French system, so... Right, right, right. And I was like, wow, so you never, like, travel everywhere or whatever? She was like, no, I, I came here and I have to raise you guys. And I was like, okay, I don't, wa- I, I don't even want to have your same life. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I want to enjoy my life before I get kids and everything. So this is why I was like, okay, so I want to enjoy, to see everything. And then when I will be older, I say, I can say to my kids, yeah, you know what? When I was younger, I went there and I saw there, I meet that guys and everything. I want to have my own story to tell to my kids. Right, exactly. You know? And... I think for me, too, is enjoying the ride a little bit. We get so caught up in chasing our careers and what we should be doing that we don't really do something just for the hell of it, just for enjoyment in building ourselves to take care of ourselves. So I think both of us kind of did that for the same reason. We don't have the responsibilities that we would. Yeah, It's easiest time. It was scary because we had to drop a lot of things. Exactly. But... I gotta say, this is one of the best decisions I've oh ever God. made. Yeah, so it's the same for me. I did quit everything, but I was like, I'm feel so good, like freedom, just do it. I mean, what is the point to for you to stay in your country and complain every day about your work or the life and everything or the government, the government or whatever, mm-hmm. or the the president? Yeah. Okay, so you know what? Just you're young. Just go and travel and you see. And then maybe you will understand 
the other culture from everywhere. Yeah. You can be racist if you just travel everywhere because, oh, okay, so now I understand all that country live or whatever. Right. I love what you said, and then you see. Yeah. And it's such a simple thing, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, exactly, it, yeah. You see and you find things that you aren't searching for. Exactly. And then it just becomes part of who you are. Yeah. I think absolutely. my biggest obsession now is jade carving. Okay. I wasn't searching for another hobby yeah. or another art or something like that, but I found something so cool. Yeah. And just another of the cultures of Southeast Asia. Exactly. You know, I, so I didn't understand them, but I also loved parts of it the community aspect yeah. between them is phenomenal how yeah. they help each other exactly. they've been through really hard times oh my god yeah so you just see things and, and then you then. just absorb it exactly and, and you say okay so, cool. so now i get it <laughs> yeah so before we get all to all the good stuff leaving everything comes with consequences and it's tough so you had to leave your sister your younger yeah. sister, who you were really close oh with. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> you also had to break up with your boyfriend Yo. and quit your job. Exactly. So you had a life that you did have to drop. And I know a lot of people are really scared to do that. Exactly. How did you mentally work through all of the fear and just knowing you won't be with your sister as much? Yeah. How did you work through that? Well, to break up with my boyfriend, it was in evidence. Yeah, so, I was like, so it was coming. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, I just did it because seriously, like I told you, it wasn't the one. I feel it like for one year before I broke up with him. I was like, okay, so no, I can't stay with someone like him. Like we don't, okay, like you say, we don't, uh, we are not in the same page. Yeah. But really not. <laughs> I was like, okay, so. Yeah, so that was almost easy for you. Because some people, that's really hard. They don't want to hurt the other person. Exactly. They think, okay, this is good enough. Yeah, but for me, it's like, okay, so you don't want to hurt that person. But if you stay, like, for five years or whatever, and you don't really feel anything, it would be more worse when yeah. you say, okay, it's over. Like, why you stayed that uh, so many years with me if you knew that? So I'm someone, okay, I don't want to hurt you, but I have to tell you the truth. So I don't feel anything about you anymore. I'm not okay with you, and together it's not working. So it's like I give you freedom. Wow, you're strong. <laughs> but it's true. You're, you that is a very healthy way exactly. of breaking up because yeah. you don't want to drag someone. Plus, it would have really ruined your chance to do what you want to do. Exactly. So this is why when I say, okay, it's over, like five minutes later, I was like, okay, so now I can do everything I want. Okay, so I wanted to go to Australia for a while now. Okay, let's go. Yeah, so a hard decision led to an easier exactly. transition exactly. to what you wanted to do. So it was easy. And for my work, I was like, oh, it's, a, it's only a job. It's not like, wow, okay, it's a perfect job. No, it's okay, it's a job. I love my job. But I know if I come back in France, I will find another job so I'll be fine but the worst it was yeah it's still my sister because we are so close together yeah like I said she's my soulmate actually yeah and yeah she <laughs> I is believe it. I believe <laughs> yeah. it so it was pretty hard for me to to leave her I was like okay so 
she was like, okay, so you will leave me again? I was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Because I, I've been, I went to America for one year as a pair and I come back and two years uh, after that, she went to America to study. Gotcha. And then she come back and we stay together and then. And then you're leaving again. Exactly. I was like, yeah, so. And you, you just think, oh, okay, this time is gonna be the, it's gonna be easy because it's not the first time, you know. Oh my God, we cry like forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means you guys really care about each other. Oh, yeah, so it's not yeah. a bad thing. Oh my God. So yeah, so she's yeah, she's my soulmate, and we call each other every day, actually. And this is why I still like. Oh, I'm okay because I just talk to her, and I'm fine, and she's fine. So yeah, and there's. It seems like a lot of these things were really easy. And a lot of people get stuck, I think, because they don't start. Yeah. I think for me, too, I was really scared because a lot of people in the U.S., they, they really value your job. Okay. And that's yeah. a, the career is such a big part of American culture. And when you're in it and you don't know that and there's a different way yeah, I know. that you get all of this feedback and this, oh, you don't want to ruin your career exactly. two years off. It doesn't look good on your resume. Yeah. You don't want to jeopardize all this. But once I started moving, things started moving, too. Of it was course. almost like taking yeah. the first step yeah. and then that carried into the next big decision to the next big decision to the next big decision all of a sudden it's happening yeah. things are coming together <laughs> and then the plane tickets bought and now I'm on the plane and then all of a sudden you're there yeah. was it almost the same for you just was there a, a moment a strategy that you just got started or you just alright I'm doing it I'm following the dream seriously I was like no I just do it like anyway because if I don't find a job when I come back okay, let's go back at school. Why not? I can learn something else than to work with the child or whatever. Yeah. So, okay, just do it. You have only one life. So, just go and you see. Because I know I can be, I can find any job. Because when I will come back in France, maybe I can have my own company. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so just do it. I mean, if I'm working at the hospital, it's not my hospital. It's not like Twizy Hospital or whatever. Yeah. It's not mine. No, it's not Alex Hospital, no? Yeah. It's the government hospital, so who cares if I left or if I stay like for forever? So no, I don't want to be stuck with the job. Yeah. No way. Maybe when I will get uh, older, but right now, no. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. And I know a ton of people that are stuck in this situation, especially in the U.S. where the culture doesn't easily let you off yeah. without a lot of peer pressure and yeah. encouragement. Yeah. So I guess what would you say to wrap everything up to the people that don't like their job? They're sitting at their exactly. desk right now listening yeah. to this going, this sucks. What would you say to those people to help them get started or keep moving on to something that they actually want to do? Yeah, but I think it's just sad for them because you just woke up every day and you're doing something you don't really like it, and then you just like complain like every day, every single minute, and I was like, no. I'm so positive woman, so if I can enjoy my life, whatever, if I'm in work or if I'm traveling, whatever, I just keep, I keep uh, smiling in the morning to the, in the end of the day, and I say, okay, so everything is okay, so. And all the people say, how you can do that, like, Every day you keep smiling and everything. How? 
I was like, maybe because I believe in God, so I was like, I know I, I'm gonna be fine. And this is life, you're the good health. Yeah. Uh, you are okay, I mean, you know, homeless. Yeah. So what you want to complain about, like, why? I love it. It's true. Keep on smiling. Exactly. And from the moment we met you, you kept on smiling. Exactly, because you got <laughs> everything. Some people got nothing, but you do. So just enjoy life. Yeah, sometimes it's going to be hard. Sometimes it's going to be easy. Sometimes it's going to be, yeah, oh, it's okay. But still is life. So just enjoy it. Yeah. Do everything you can to be and to be happy or whatever. Yeah. So this is my motto. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, if you got a roof over your head and food on the table, exactly. everything else is just a bonus. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, it's going to be... I got some moment I was like, okay, I'm sad. Okay, you just cry for five or one hour or for all day long. And then, okay, tomorrow is going to be a good day Back because it's it. the new day. So, okay, you woke up and you decided, okay, today is going to be a good day. And is it actually? I love it. Has positivity is such a powerful force. Oh my God, force. seriously, is it? So. And it carries you <laughs> yeah. through. Well, thank you, Alex, for coming <laughs> yeah, on the show. Thank you to you. <laughs> I think this is a really great way to wrap it up. And that was great. I'm going to have to think about that for a long thank time. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for everyone listening out there, I hope you enjoyed this I really enjoyed it. I hope my English wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, it was great. It was great. <laughs> thank you. So no worries. And thank you, thank everyone, you. for listening to Oyster World Radio. And we'll have Alex on soon again. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Oyster World. Radio. Thanks again, Alex Tuesday, for coming on the show. Please keep in touch. We want updates on all of your adventures. Keep up to date on everything going on in the Big Sabbatical on Instagram at Nathan.Wander and the blog of my partner in crime, Jackie Gishbacher, at Gish, D-I-S-H, outofwater.com. Check out the links in the show description for more information. Special thanks to Charlie Milken for all of the Oyster Jam. Check them out on Spotify or at charliemilken.com. That's M-I-L-L-I-K-I-N. Don't forget to support the show on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N at patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio. For only $5 a month, you get all of the behind-the-scenes plus some unique travel tips so don't miss out thanks again for tuning into oyster world radio we'll be back in two weeks but until then this is nathan lieberman signing off i can't take control of my life if i'm too busy looking at the stars and thinking about our time that's gone by it's time for a change in my day-to-day scene time to turn around from that clock face the mirror and change